I'm confident that many of you don't know who the eighth largest tech company, U.S. tech company is, and you don't know who Hawk Tan is, their uh, CEO since I think all the way back to uh, 2016. Uh, they are a merger and acquisition company. They are Broadcom. Over the years, Broadcom has gone out and acquired other companies. They even at one point tried to acquire Qualcomm, and they they do everything from design um, semiconductors to creating software. Uh, they are a major player, and they have their hands in el every element of the Internet. And that's why they're in the bus 13, because the bus 13 are those companies who are participating in the rebuilding of the Internet so it can accommodate and deliver to you artificial intelligence and machine learning. So I personally, uh, they are also the eighth largest holding that I have in my overall portfolio. Portfolio. So let's dig a little deeper into Qualcomm so you feel comfortable with it, you understand it, and you get on the bus and say, yeah, I understand why, why uh, um, Qualcomm is in the eighth seat from the front. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. If you'd like to learn more about Broadcom and in specific uh, Hawk Tan, uh, I'd suggest you read this Financial Times article. It was written in February of this year. And again, uh, just look up FT.com and um, Broadcom Chief Hawk Tan and you'll find it. What you're going to learn is what who is Broadcom. And that's a very difficult question to answer, besides being the eighth largest U.S. tech company, they have grown over the, la over the years uh, by, through acquisition. And um, they, they at one point, as it says here, they tried to buy Qualcomm but uh, for $142 billion, but that was stopped. And now they're trying to buy uh, VMware, uh, and it is being held up in both the U.S. and Europe. They've just, I just read where they've extended that package as to as potentially as late as the middle of November. Broadcom is, I, I guess you would say it's the Amazon to whatever you need for your your um, uh, internet package. Uh, they, they are a semiconductor company. They make switches and relays. Um, their largest customer, 20% of their business comes from Apple. That needs to be something to be concerned about uh, because um, they are, Apple is buying a semiconductor from them uh, for their iPhone. And as I say, it represents 20% of their income, that is Broadcom's. Um, and um, there are rumblings that uh, Apple is trying to design their own chip and then have it made by, um, by Taiwan Semiconductor. Another thing I, I picked up in this article that you ought to be aware of is Broadcom is making some efforts to uh, reduce their dependency on Taiwan Semiconductor and is looking towards Intel as the manufacturer of their chips. If you go to their website, you're going to find that they are making something called a co-package 
uh, optics innovation. And from the best I can determine, this is something of a super chip that, um, that saves a lot on energy, uh, uh, reduces the heat generation, and it's the cutting edge. So uh, the company is and has been a uh, continual producer. Then I want to show you over here on my bus 13 port. As you see here, I track the success or failure each year of the price of a stock such as Apple here uh, since uh, 1999 has uh, a average rate of return of 45.26. If we come over here to Broadcom, it's 34.79. Something, I, two things I want to point out. It didn't really come to market as a um, stock until 2010. And uh, on all of these stocks, I have highlighted the years that their, their uh, return was negative. And you'll notice on Broadcom, there's only one. There's only a, one other stock that, that matches that, and that's uh, VTR over here. But they've only been in business for about five years. Broadcom's been in business, as I said, until 20, since 20, uh, 2010. So uh, they have a, a, a good record, as I said on the um, thumbnail. They are up year to date, 77.5, uh, excuse me, one year, 77.5, and year to date, 61.25. So I think. Uh, and uh, th this this is a company. I want to justify why it's in the bus po uh, for portfolio and why I think it will be continue to be a player in the rebuild of the internet. So that's an overlook on Broadcom. And if they do, in fact, put this VMware deal together, uh, $69 billion, that will give them even a stronger position in the artificial intelligence and mean machine learning that is coming. And so I see them as a big player. Where that's going to affect them is their revenue. They're going to bring that software to their existing customers. They won't have the overhead that uh, VMware currently has. So it will increase their revenues and and thus increase their margins as well. And that's what they're doing. That's what uh, Hawk Ton has openly said. We are the company who uh, gathers up other people, eliminates some of the operating expenses, and combine and leverages it into our existing sales force, and therefore make it more profitable. On the same token, they pay a 2% dividend. So that's why Broadcom is on the bus 13. Again, for those of you who are not familiar with the bus 13 concept is that the internet is having to be rebuilt. Uh, it is going. It doesn't have the capability to handle the capacity that the interactive websites that we're going to have in the future is going to put on the data farms uh, that are available now. So all that computer work has to be upgraded. Once it's upgraded, then we're in a in 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 a better situation. But I think this is when you pile machine learning on top of artificial intelligence. We've probably got a five-year window where the bus 13 is going to give us consistently uh, a return in excess of 30%.
30% a year. So my job then becomes one of, all right, we've got the, the infrastructure built and it's able to handle it. Now, who are the companies that are going to deliver this to us? And that is going to be what we have in bus 12. I want you to realize that what's going to happen is in the future, every website, including the website that I am building, will be interactive. I will present you some facts. You will question those facts. And then through ChatGPT or BARD or some software, uh, I will answer your question. That is a lot of data moving back and forth. And that's why they're rebuilding. But at the same time, this is going to change our world dramatically. Our reliance on customer service will come down because we'll talk, be talking to a robot. And the first robot that we come in contact will have all the knowledge. We won't be switched from this person to that person and then them say, oh, you've got to go to someone else. No, customer service is going to become a lost art. It's going to be something that is taken care of by um, artificial intelligence and then machine learning. This is the best investment opportunity that you're going to have. My job as the tribe leader um, of, of the best of us investors is to share with you my research and other research so you can make good investment decisions. Thank you.